What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from lovely Whitehall Drive here in beautiful Kinston, North Carolina. It is Thursday, March the 30th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 832 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for ye old birthday game but we have got another fun show for you today and i gotta tell you before i tell you anything i got i got a i'm sitting here at my desk in my plush well-lit studio i got a a cat laying on my foot right now so i can't move my foot so it's it's awesome uh i got my puppy dog laying over here to my left i got a cat laying on my foot named stormy i mean just you know, it's hard to get better than that. It really is. Let me tell you about our fun show we have here today. Uh, joining me on the Spence Automotive Guest Line in less than 20 minutes, why he's the voice of University of Mount Olive Athletics and the Down East Wood Ducks, Shane Albee. He'll be uh, joining me, like I said, on the Spence Automotive Guest Line. And, uh, man, we've got a lot to talk to him about. We've got uh, his two worlds are going to be colliding Tuesday night at historic Granger Stadium when the Trojans of the University of Mount Olive face the Down East Wood Ducks in an exhibition game. Tickets are available for that game now. You want to get out there and see that. You want to hear Shane Albee struggling up in the press box. How's he going to call it? Is he going to give the same amount of love to to the Trojans as he does to the dudes? Why, you'll have to go to the game and find out for yourself. But, man, we've got that to talk about. They have a huge series coming up uh, this weekend, too. Uh, you, you've heard him talking about it over the past couple of weeks as he's been trying to get his mind ready for it as uh, North Greenville will be traveling, uh, UMO, or traveling to Mount Olive to take on UMO and, uh, and, uh, intercollegiate baseball. It's a big, big deal. So I uh, like I said, a lot to talk about, man, opening day for baseballs today. And we're going to get into that here in a little bit here in the monologue, but, uh, uh, can't wait to talk about uh, all that stuff to, uh, our good friend, Shane Albee. Uh, listen, it might be a uh, university of Mount Olive day here because not only do we have him in our second hour, we're going to be joined by the head coaches of the North Lenore and South Lenore baseball teams together. Uh, they'll be on our Spence Automotive guest line. It's going to be uh, Jackson Massey of the Hawks, David Combs of the Blue Devils. And what do they have to do with UMO? Well, both of them are UMO grads. So uh, anyway, we're going to be talking to them about a bunch of stuff too. Not just the big baseball game. That is tomorrow night, uh, North Lenore versus South Lenore. Uh, over in Wheat Swamp. It's going to be a huge game. It's a big game for both of them. Uh, listen, there's a four-way log jam at the top of the East Central 2A between North and North, South and North, East Duplin, Southwest Onslow, 
And uh, we, we always talk about how good the EC2A is in football, and it is. Don't get it twisted. I mean, when you've got a team that makes it to the state championship uh, pretty or the final four at the very least year in, year out, all those great Duplin County schools, uh, man, it is. It's, it's a football powerhouse conference, but you know what? It's also a baseball uh, powerhouse conference, too, uh, with those four teams, North, North, South, North, firmly ensconced amongst them. And, again, uh, that is tomorrow night, uh, South Lenore and North Lenore. And I didn't want to talk to them on the day of the game. Besides, we're going to be at the Spring Fling tomorrow anyway, uh, doing the show live. Uh, and I just thought it might be a little bit hard to uh, to concentrate with all that good food and everything going on around at the Spring Fling. And also just wanted to give them a day to uh, – you know, to process everything too. So very excited about that. Like I said, Jackson Massey from North Lenore, David Cones from South Lenore joining us in our second hour. And, uh, man, just another great show for you here on the Brian Hanks show. Uh, let's, uh, jump. I'll tell you what, before we, uh, jump into, uh, feet first into the monologue, let's, uh, thank, uh, a couple of our sponsors here. And we, first off, we absolutely positively need to start with, uh, our, uh, title sponsor of the Brian Hanks show is Lenore Community College for almost 65 years. And when I say almost 65 years, as of Monday, the 65th anniversary of Lenore Community College. Uh, but in that whole time, uh, LCC's helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kenston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And again, uh, the 65th anniversary of Lenore Community College coming up this Monday, and we are going to celebrate it in style as we're going to have the president of LCC, uh, Dr. Rusty Hunt. We're going to have the hardest working woman in Lenore County, Richie Honeycutt, joining us live right here in our uh, plush well-lit studio to uh, celebrate the 65th anniversary of LCC. So pretty excited about that as we'll be doing that on Monday. And uh, again, thank you so much to LCC and uh, all the folks over there for being the exclusive sponsor of the Brian Hanks show. We truly, truly, truly do appreciate them. Listen, thank you also to a rental parrot Academy. It's the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in the region located on a beautiful 80 acre campus right here in Kenston parrot Academy draws students from all over Eastern North Carolina, including Kenston, Greenville, Snow Hill, Wilson, Trenton, Maysville, Goldsboro, Dudley, Jacksonville. Name a town here in our little sphere of influence here in eastern North Carolina. I bet they have children that are going there to a rental parrot academy. Listen, best private school. I Usually I'll say in eastern North Carolina, it's the best private school in North Carolina. You want to send your child there? That is, you absolutely positively need to do that. Give them a call at 252-522-4222. Talk to head of school, uh, David Moody. Tell him the Brian Hanks show sent you. And uh, I get cool points if you do that. So if, you, if you're if you going into work today and uh, you work at Parrot Academy or you're just driving by, you know, just stop by there and say, hey, I heard Brian Hanks talking about you guys on his uh, radio show this morning. And, and that would be awesome. I get, like I said, some super cool points. Tell you uh, what, another cool person, too, listens to the show pretty much every morning, James Wilson. Thank you so much, my friend. He works with uh, with my boo, 
uh, Linda, and uh, just a great guy, super great guy. If you you remember, if you're a Kenston High uh, graduate or went to Kenston High over the last couple of decades, you definitely remember him. Uh, just a super cool dude. Worked there for a while. Now he works at the uh, church that, uh, like I said, my boo works at. And really appreciate you listening to the show every morning, James. Thank you so much. Ser- sincerely appreciate you, my friend. Well, let's jump into uh, the monologue here uh, for today's show. And uh, listen, I've already had Paul Whittington has messaged me, uh, a couple other people too, uh, either message me, tweet, or uh, by uh, text message. Today is Major League Baseball opening day. Man, so many, and you know what? This is that day of the year. You know what? Not one game has been played yet. Uh, if you heard me on Mark Panicelli's show yesterday, you know the first game, the opening game to start everything is going to be uh, Atlanta taking on uh, my Washington Nationals. Yes, Atlanta, I was just doing some research, and uh, they're, I wouldn't say consensus World Series uh, pick, but they're up there. They in uh, San Diego out of the National League. And uh, the Yankees and the Houston Astros uh, out of the American League. But uh, according to ESPN, it's going to be Atlanta winning the uh, World Series this year. And that's who the Washington Nationals have first game. And again, if you heard me on Panicelli's show yesterday, we were talking a little bit about it. And uh, that on you need to listen, 107.5 FM in Greenville and New Bern. It, you can pick it up here in Kenston and Lenora County, too. Uh, they're going to be broadcasting Nationals games all season long. And, uh, again, O and O right now, we're tied for first in the national league. East, the Washington. And when I say we, I'm a big Washington nationals fan. I know I've got a lot of Atlanta fan, friends who are fans. I've got, uh, a lot of Yankees fans. In fact, when we have uh, Shane Albee up here in a few minutes, I know he'll be spouting the, uh, the Yankee way and all that, but, uh, uh, man, I just, I, it'd be awesome for opening day. I'm going to try to watch some of that game today too. It'd be awesome for, uh, Washington to, uh, at least be one and oh, one game over 500, uh, this early in the season for sure. Uh, let me uh, tell you, uh, we've got a ton of games, uh, huh? Linda, I'm trying to read your message. Oh, Okay. Uh, I don't know what Linda's trying to send me right now, but anyway, Hey, uh, here is, I will not do this every day, but I will give you the complete games, uh, the complete schedule of games that are being played today. Uh, like I said, the nationals open, uh, their schedule at home today against the Atlanta Braves. That's a one Oh five start. The other one Oh five start is San Francisco at New York. How about that? An interleague game to kick off the season in New York. Uh, and then at two ten. You've got uh, Scott Whittington's Baltimore Orioles traveling to Boston to take on the Red Sox at 2.20 p.m. It'll be Milwaukee at Chicago at 3.10. Detroit at Tampa Bay. That should be a pretty good game. Uh, at 4.05, you've got Philadelphia at Texas, our Texas Rangers. Uh, of course, you know, Down East Wood Ducks, uh, a Texas Rangers affiliate. Uh, hopefully, they're going to be a little bit better. They've spent a lot of money in the offseason. I know that's one thing I've noticed. And for them not to be picked any higher than than they are being picked, it kind of surprises me. But they've spent a lot of money in the offseason. The Rangers have. Uh, what? One, two, three, four, four, ten games. Minnesota is at Kansas City. 
The Mets are at Miami. The Pittsburgh uh, Pirates are at the Cincinnati Reds. And then the Toronto Blue Jays at St. Louis. Then the night games tonight. Uh, the I hear you, Mr. Clemens. He just sent me a let's go Yankees. Uh, surrounded by all these Yankees fans. I don't have a problem with that, though. There's only one 7 o'clock game tonight, and it's going to be on ESPN. It's Chicago at the Houston Astros, the defending World Series champion. Series champion. Uh, Houston Astros and at 940 tonight you've got the Rockies at the San Diego Padres another team a lot of uh, pundits are picking to finish pretty high this year uh, the Oakland A's at 1007 that's an odd start time but the Oakland A's take on the uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim uh, and then at 1010 two games uh, the Diamondbacks are at the LA Dodgers and uh, the Cleveland Guardians, and good Lord, is it hard to call them the Guardians, but the Cleveland Guardians at the uh, at Seattle tonight, too. So there you go. Compl- Everybody is playing baseball t- today, and that's the way it should be. I have just, I am not a big fan of, uh, the, you know, starting a schedule with just one game or two games, and then that team takes a couple of days off, and then you have a truncated schedule over the first two or three days of the season. No. Everybody is playing today on opening day, and uh, man, can't wait to watch. Uh, like I said, I, I, I'll be in there. I'll be watching some uh, some games today. Very, very excited about that. And then on top of it are Down East Wood Ducks uh, next week. They have an exhibition game on Tuesday. Then they start their season on Thursday, and uh, man, I just can't even begin to tell you how excited I am about baseball season. Uh, ba, 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 ba. let's, uh, Hey, do you know what today is? And, uh, Greg Clemens, you might as well turn your radio down for about 30 seconds here as I talk about this, but 41 years ago today, that's right. On March 30th, 1982, who knows? Keith Spence, what happened today? 42 or 41 years ago. That's right. Michael Jordan hit the shot. That gave Dean Smith his first national championship in a 63-62 to 62 win over uh, Patrick Ewing in Georgetown. And, uh, man, I can tell you where I was. I was sitting right in front of my TV in Thurman, North Carolina. Uh, I guess I, I wouldn't say I wasn't pulling for Carolina. I was just being a sports fan and watching the game. But really, when you think about it, freshman Mike Jordan at the time, uh, not that big of a name. I mean, obviously he – you know, did very well for that Carolina team that year, but uh, man, that that is the shot that launched his, uh, really launched him into the stratosphere. I mean, we knew about him for the next two years, and he gets to the league, he does everything there, and that's a movie I want to watch too. I don't know if you guys have seen, uh, I guess uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. They've uh, joined together to put together a movie about uh, Air Jordan shoe, and I'm kind of as someone who's a considers himself a, a wannabe sneakerhead. Got to tell you, I'm a little bit excited about watching that. It looks it looks really good. It's got good reviews, too, so far. So maybe trying to watch that. But anyway, 41 years ago today, Mike Jordan hit that shot to give Dean Smith his first national championship. And, uh, again, like I said, launched himself into uh, the, the great career that he's had, too. Okay, Mr. Clemens, you can turn your radio back up now. I'm not going to talk anymore about that. Uh, I will talk a little bit about the NCAA tournament, though that uh is in the final four coming up this weekend uh, on saturday we'll have uh san diego state taking on florida atlantic and if you like here's the thing if you're like waking up from a coma this morning and you for whatever reason you've got the uh, brian hank show tuned in on your radio in your uh, hospital room well 
thank you for uh, choosing uh, 960 The Bull, 960TheBull.com. It's much appreciated. Sorry you were in a coma for so long. But if you were in a coma and you're just now waking up and you hear me telling you the final four, the first game of the final four is San Diego State versus FAU. On the other side of the bracket is Miami versus UConn. You might think I'm talking about the final four of the NIT. Well, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the final four of the NCAA that's going to be in Houston this weekend. Again, San Diego State, FAU, that game is at 6.09 p.m. And then the uh, other semifinal game is Miami versus UConn. That game is uh, scheduled to be tipped off at 8.49, of course. We all know it's going to be later than that. I'm just wondering, are you going to watch it? Because I... I got to tell you, I'm just not usually final four. I don't care if my team's in there, if my team's not in there, if I'm hate watching, like when Duke and Carolina play each other, Mr. Clemens, you know what I'm talking about. I don't know. It's not appointment viewing for me uh, this year. I just, I San Diego state versus FAU. That is a final four game. One of those two teams will be playing for a national championship on Monday night. I just, I can't wrap my mind around it, but, uh, hey, good for them, good on them, and uh, if you want to watch it, then uh, be my guest. I just, I really do. I foresee there being, uh, <laughs> I foresee it being a, uh, uh, the, the ratings are probably going to be all-time lowest ratings, because really, who wants to watch these four teams? But maybe I can, I'll be surprised. They're listening. Mr. Clemens chimes in on the uh Carolina Georgetown thing. Fred Brown threw the ball to James Worthy. That's what really happened. Well, they still had to make the shot, though, Mister Clemens. I mean, I, uh, uh, I'll give you that. That uh, you know, throwing the ball away, but uh, or did that happen afterward? Maybe that happened after. I don't remember, dude. I don't remember. But I just know Michael Jordan hit the big shot that gave them the win. That may have the the Brown to Worthy pass. Either came right before or came right after. Keith Spence, man, I need you to chime in. You're the one with the big brain. You got to help me out with this stuff, dude. Okay, uh, let us uh, take a look at our hometown heroes and sports results from last night. Uh, Reggie Bullock and the Dallas Mavericks, they are slow after. Thank you, Spence. I appreciate it. So the, the pass came after uh, Jordan had hit the shot. So there you go, and they wrapped up the victory after that. Uh, thank you, Keith Spence. I, I love one, knowing that you're listening to the show this morning, too. Hey, uh, man, I'm telling you, Reggie and Kyrie and Luca, uh, not looking too good. They lost again last night, uh, 116 to 108 in Philadelphia. Uh, Reggie started the game. He had seven points, six rebounds, and an assist in 33 minutes of play. Uh, they have five games left in the season, and they are still a game out of uh, being in the play-in. Very good chance they're not going to make the playoffs. I saw uh, something when I was doing my research this morning. Kyrie is uh, he's upset, as he always is. He's like, he didn't think this was a situation he was getting into when he came to uh, – when he, when, he, when he went to Dallas. And I, I'll, I'll tell you what, I pretty much guarantee they don't make the playoffs. Kyrie is not back in uh, – <laughs> Kyrie is not back in uh in Dallas next year and I don't think there's anybody that's going to have a heartbreak about that. Yes, uh Spence, the flat earth curse. You're absolutely right for uh, against uh, Kyrie Irving. But uh they've got a chance. Uh, let's see. Uh Saturday they play at Miami. That's going to be on NBA TV and then Sunday they're at Atlanta also on NBA TV. So uh <laughs> 
man, if the Mavericks want to get into the play-in tournament, there's no chance they're going to make the straight-up just playoffs right now. They're going to have to get into the play-in tournament. They're going to have to win some of these games. Five games left, like I said, uh, one at Miami on Saturday, one in Atlanta. So uh, let's let's go Mavericks. Uh, thank you, Mr. Clemens. After the shot, that's right. Uh, I, I love having you folk, you guys listening to help keep me on the right path here. I appreciate it. Uh, let's talk about Brandon Ingram man, uh, the Pelicans who didn't play last night, but somehow fell from eighth to ninth place in the, uh, in the playoff run. They're 38 and 38. They play today on, uh, TNT as they travel to Denver. And, uh, you got to think I, I'm hoping that Denver maybe uh, is not going to start everybody uh, with them already clinching the number one overall seed, or they're very, very close to it. Uh, maybe Brandon and uh, the Pelicans will have a chance then. But they are back at home on Saturday against the Clippers. But they're 38 and 38 right now uh, in ninth place. Only 10 teams, uh, what, seven through 10, make it to the play in tournament. So uh, good luck to uh, Brandon and Reggie over the next few days. Of course, we'll talk about it tomorrow on the show. But when we are join you back on Monday here, on the Brian Hanks show, uh, we'll have more of clarity of uh, where those guys stand. Uh, LCC baseball, some news from there. You know, we had uh, Lancers coach Gary Smith on the show yesterday, and uh, they there's they're anticipating that rain is going to be coming in this weekend, so they've moved up their games from Saturday to Friday. They've got a doubleheader taking on Fayetteville Tech on Friday at Lancer Field. Uh, the Lancers are 19 and 10 overall. They're 11 and 5 in uh, region 10 and they're going to be taking on the 12 and 15 trojans of Fayetteville tech uh, they're 5 and 12 in league play or in region play now the game on sunday is still scheduled so they're just taking saturday off they're going to play tomorrow like i said at lancers field making it a little bit tougher for me saturday it looked like uh, linda and i might be able to make it out it's going to be a, like i said a little bit tougher for us to make it now I'm going to try to get out there and watch a few innings of tomorrow's game anyway. Got to get out there and support our Lancers. Uh, uh, how about uh, baseball games? Uh, there were none played last night because Kinston moved their game at Spring Creek to Friday. Uh, so no baseball games last night. However, tonight we've got Bethel Christian at Richlands uh, to take on uh, Liberty Christian. Uh, Bethel Christian is 5-2 and two overall. Liberty Christian is 0-4. That game is at 4 o'clock. And then Parrot Academy travels to Goldsboro to take on Wayne Christian. That game is at 6 o'clock. The Patriots are 8-4. and four. Wayne Christian is 4-2. and two. There uh, was a, We had a softball game scheduled last night, the big South North North game. However, it has been moved to a future date. Evidently, there was water standing on the field at North North that they couldn't take care of. We don't know what that date is, but I tell you what, I'm going to have both the North North and South North ADs on, not just the baseball coaches, but the ADs here later on uh, in the show. Actually, start our second hour. So guess what? That's going to be one of the questions I ask them then. But uh, today's softball games, uh, high school softball games, we've got Parrot Academy, who is two and three. They're at Wayne Christian, who is four and three. We've got Bethel Christian traveling to Richlands to take on Liberty Christian. Liberty Christian is one and four. Bethel is one and three. Kinston is at home tonight. They are zero and eight. Uh, they take on Jones Singer, who is four and three. That game is at four thirty. I should have told you the Parrot and Bethel games are both at four. And then the six o'clock game tonight is Green Central. They are zero and twelve. Uh, they're at home. They're taking on a 1-10 Wilson Fike team. Girls soccer, uh, there were no games last night, but we've got three games today. At 5.30 today, we've got Parrot Academy 3-5, taking on Wayne Christian, who is 0-4-1. South Lenore, who's just having a really good season, 6-4-1. Overall, they are 2-1 and 
in the uh, well, this is a non-conference game, so it doesn't matter. But so South and North six four and one. They travel to Lejeune, who is five and one. Then uh, bu- 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 I lost my place here. <laughs> which is not good. Washington travels to Green Central. Green Central is uh, 0-9, and this is going to be an Eastern Plains 2A game. Uh, Green Central is 0-9. They're 0-1 in the conference, and they are taking on Washington, who is 7-1-1 overall and uh, 1-0 in uh, Eastern Plains 2A play. In boys tennis, uh, North and North won last night, uh, six sets to three. Uh, they improved to seven and four with the win under Coach Scott Austin. And then there's only one tennis match today as Aiden Grifton, who is four and four overall there at home against Green Central, who is seven and five. So there you go. There is your uh, prep sports update. And joining me proudly as he die, I guess you're you're, you're proud, right? Cats. <laughs> there you go. How many of us have them? Cats. <laughs> Dude, right now, now he's not on my foot anymore, but Stormy is underneath my desk here, uh curled up like a little like a little black bowling ball, man, just sitting here underneath my desk. He's just cute as a button, man. Yeah, I deal with that every morning. I don't know what it is. I've got a battalion of tatties that you never see them until you're trying to do something. And sure enough, right before the interview, here comes my left fielder, Simon. He's on my lap. And then when I go to like, okay, buddy, I'm going to not pet you for a while. He's like clawing me like, no, you must continue. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I don't work from home. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I can tell you. Now, when I work here, like I said, in in my office at my desk, they, yeah, other than him being like I said, down here at my feet, you know, that's one thing. But if I'm in the man cave, if I'm in the, the dining room, man, he's all over me, man. It, it just, uh, and I don't mind it whatsoever, man. I, now I don't oh, know I if know, I, I see the snaps. Well, I'm telling yeah, you see the snaps. You absolutely see the snaps, but, uh, Shane Albee, the, the voice of Mount Olive athletics, university of Mount Olive, uh, athletics, the voice of the down East wood ducks, uh, joining me. This morning on our Spence Automotive guest line. Beep, beep. There you go. Keith is oh, do it like right uh, do it like do it like Dory. Beep, beep. <laughs> I love it, man. Dude, so much going on. I don't even know where to start with you. I know you've got to be pumped up. I know the folks in Mount Oliver pumped up. You you guys got a pretty important baseball series coming up, don't you? Oh, just the defending national champions, number one team in the country, and a team that absolutely despises us coming in. Other than that, pretty much nothing going on. <laughs> the, tell yeah, us a little bit weekend. about North Greenville taking on, and that's going to be in Wayne County. It's going to be up at uh, at uh, the University of Mount Olive. Uh, give, give us the Shane Albee preview. Scarborough Field, baby. Yeah, game one slated for Friday at 4 o'clock. And, uh, and then Saturday, the doubleheader at noon. Conference Carolina always plays what they call a 9-7-9 slate. In the first game will be nine, and uh, second game is seven innings. I couldn't even tell you why they do that, um, other than just travel and time. And, and it gives them flexibility. So if that seven-inning game becomes a nine-inning game, then the last one will become seven. But, yeah, uh, I was watching North Greenville won this week. They're 30-2. and two. And, uh, yeah. And, and, and people, people say they're better than they were last year and they absolutely steamrolled through Kerry. Um, the world series in or the national championship in Kerry as the D2 world calls it, um, is really a cakewalk compared to regionals. Um, regionals are really, 
the toughest thing that an NCAA Division II baseball team can get through. But Mount Olive is 22-7, and seven, and quite honestly, they've just been needing to get their bullpen together. And this past Tuesday, we beat Coker 7 to nothing, and we threw everybody in our bullpen. We threw all of our main guys in the bullpen, and they all looked good. And that was the main thing. Um, we get we Hunter Stevens is coming back off Tommy John, and his biggest problem has been control, you know. And then Justin Kohler, you know, he's a hard thrower. He he transferred in from like West Virginia State a couple of years ago. He's been he's a guy that's either going to throw it right down the middle and you're not going to see it, or he's going to walk you on four pitches and all four pitches are going to be just a bit outside, you know. And these guys hit batters too, you know. So but so they look good. That was the main thing. They they had control. They looked good against Coker. Um, it's so funny. Coker put a meme up on Twitter that was like, "The only thing we fear is pickles in a jar." <laughs> <laughs> right. I wish I'd seen that before the game, but um. But it's going to be a dogfight. They interviewed the uh, North Greenville players after they beat. And when North Greenville beats people, man, their philosophy is scorched earth. And if you're a history major, what is scorched earth? You know what I mean? It's like after the Germans had won the battle, they proceeded to burn the town down. Why? You know what I mean? And and uh, and what Sherman did, you know, in the, at the end of the Civil War, his philosophy was like, we're going to burn our way through the South. Well, that's what North Greenville believes. So when they beat you, like they beat, they beat uh, Lander 16 to five, you know, they're beating people 18 to two and 16 to five. But what I've noticed, you know, as you know, great pitching stops, great hitting and North Greenville is not the best defensively. They make mistakes. Um, but what they, one thing the North Greenville players said, they always make interviews, you know, they think they, they act like they, they act, they act like a D one squad. Yeah. And they're, they're making these interviews, you know, and Pat Monteith, one of their better player, one of their great players, um, was like, yeah, they always play us tough. It's going to be a dogfight. And they, and they do know that. I mean, they know because even the, even the interviewer was like, you go into Mount Olive, big weekend. It's always tough to win there. And I'm like, you darn right it's tough to win there. <laughs> it is tough to play there. You ask anybody listening, and I do everything I can to make it tough on you to play there, you know. I love it, dude. Uh, but again, 30 and two, and you, you intrigued me when you told me that I didn't realize they had a record that good. So I had to look it up. What a six to three loss to Francis Marion on uh, February 25th, a 12 to four loss to Augusta though, on uh, March the 1st, a midweek game there. Uh, and then they've not lost since then. I mean, they, they lost on March 1st and then they have won every stinking game since then, dude. Yeah. And, and, and everybody who's played the game of baseball, you know, uh, knows that you're just going to drop some games by just your yeah, accident. Yeah. You know, stuff's going to happen. You know what I mean? And that's what Mount Olive lost two of three at Belmont Abbey. But we had the lead with Abbey at bat in the last at bat, and our bullpen just couldn't hold it. Yeah. You know, so if our bullpen looks like they did this past Tuesday against Coker, that's going to make a big difference. Now, North Greenville likes to swing the bat. They are coming to swing the bat. Um, what's interesting is I'm actually friends with several of them now. Um, how, so can you, how can you be friends with the enemy, though, dude? It is the craziest. Baseball is a crazy <laughs> game. It's it's crazy. It's a, it's a mutual respect. It's like, 
It's like a, hey man, I want nothing more than to destroy you. Not beat you, but destroy you. And as soon as the game's over, it's like, hey man, best luck the rest of the way. (laughs) It's like, what? You know what I mean? Um, But it's a mutual respect. They know. I guarantee you, they're 30 and 2. But the beautiful part about the game of baseball and sports in general, but mainly baseball, none of that matters. You can throw it out the window with the bathwater. They know. Here's the kicker. They are... I want to say 17 and one in the conference or it's something in one. You might be able to see it. We're 10 and five. Yeah. Um, oh, no, you're right. Seven, in, 17 and one. You're right. Yeah. We're 10 and five, which means they've played, we've played 15 games in the conference. They've played 18. Um, we've got three extra games that they've obviously played. If we sweep them, we're 12 and five. They're 17 and four. And all of a sudden it's like, Rot row, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> but the main thing is, I can tell you how Mount Olive thinks. And I can tell you right now, um, it all changes in the tournament. And what Mount Olive has been working towards is getting those bullpen guys right. Because um, you can realize we're 22 and 7. The conference tournament is like a month and a half away. Um, and then potentially you've got a mini regional, a regional and then carry. So to look at it like um, there's a lot of baseball left to be played and teams are getting themselves. Cause if you look at the North Greenville box score from the past week, they also threw a different guy every inning. They're trying to get them guys. They're trying to get their guys ready. Cause they know it's going to come down to the bullpens. You know, it could come down the North Greenville's got great starting pitching. So do we, you know, so it, it's going to be, and both teams can hit both teams hit home runs. Both teams uh, are aggressive. Both teams steal bases. You know, both teams expect to win. It's not, oh, no, North Greenville's coming to town. Oh, no. You know, everybody's all like like the last game I was telling the fans, we need everybody here, all hands on deck. And I heard the softball team down below like, don't worry, Sugar Shane, we'll be here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they were giving Wait, no, it. No, 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 no. What, were... what, what did they sound like? I heard it in Spanish, but they were like, don't, they were like, they're like, don't worry, Sugar Shane, we'll be there. And it was so funny. I was, um, but they're great. The softball girls are just, they were, uh, they were, they were, in fact, they were really upsetting the Coker parents. From what I understand, the Coker parents, a couple of them went and sat close by like, hmm, is that what you're talking about, my son? Yeah. Because they were, they were just giving it to him. And I was like, Hey, I wanted to say, Hey, we don't hate Coker. Save that for Friday. You know, <laughs> love it. That voice you're listening to, you know who it is. It's Shane. Alvey joining us, uh, as he does every Thursday here on the Brian Hanks show, uh, getting us caught up with what's going on at UMO. And again, a huge, 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 uh, series this weekend, uh, starting Friday, uh, a single game at four o'clock against North Greenville, and then a doubleheader on Saturday beginning at noon. Now, I got to tell you, LCC has moved their uh, Saturday games. Uh, they moved them up to Friday. Any chance with this? Uh, and I mean, I, I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot right now, but let's just say if they did move the Saturday games, because they are anticipating a lot of rain coming in on Saturday, yeah. uh, when would they move that to? Would they actually play on Sunday, or how would that work? I can promise you they're going to get them in, and they have done that before. Um, I've seen them go, like in this case, I've seen them go to a doubleheader on on on, on Friday. Friday. Okay. okay. I can see them doing that, and then even the possibility of playing, depending on when they anticipate the rain come in, coming back the next morning at like 9 or 10 and playing that other game. Yeah. Um, the last thing in the world they want to do is play one or two on Friday and come back and play one on Sunday. 
but they have done that because one thing division two doesn't have the money that division one has. So they really hate to put a team up in a hotel for an extra day. Well, dude, they can stay you know, at your so, place, man. Yeah. Hey, they did that. The, uh, the North Green League. Of, we stayed, well, theoretically <laughs> last year, listen to this. So right going into the, going into the world series in Cary last year, I get into that and I didn't mean to do it because again, I'm on social media, but I'm ju- I'm on social media just enough to be hacked. And so next thing you know, man, I, I get, I get the, I get the full wrath of North Greenville Crusader nation attacking me on Twitter. What? And we, Oh yeah. We went back cause I made a couple of comments about North Greenville baseball and apparently they didn't like it. And, um, so it went, so anyway, but so anyway, everything calmed down and that's when you can see they, they are, their program has always been, um, you know, that scorched earth, you know I mean? When they come, they, they literally, I mean, they literally have all of their, that university since they joined the conference Carolinas has really almost given off a persona of we're global Jim. We're better than you. And you know it. And, and, and Brian hand, who's an assistant commissioner with the conference Carolinas, said at the world series last year, he said, they have a us against the world mentality. And that's okay, folks. If you want to take on the world and be like, it's us against the world, you can do that. And chances are you're going to succeed. But know this, know this, you're going to get some, you know, you're going to get some backlash and you may not like it. So you got to know when you go in, when going in, you know, you know, it's, you got to roll with the punches. And so Mount Olive is the perennial power. You know, we are, we're one of the founding members of the, conference Carolinas or the Carolinas conference. And so when you get a new club coming in, I was like, you guys are like, all right, all right, all right. You guys are like the Tampa Rays. You know, you're coming in here and you're winning some games. And, you know, you knock the Yankees out a few times, but remember we are the New York Yankees. You know what I mean? It's that, it's, <laughs> it's that mentality. Oh, by the way, I'm starting to get flurries of text messages from, Hey, Hey, Shane. Time for me. Time for one dark space ball. Hey, Shane. Quack. <laughs> quack quack you are referring of course to uh the director the great, of uh what the is, great maddie Meehan. what is her title i mean she media director i guess i get i guess you could say yeah. say the on field of uh, on pr- promotions or um something like that yeah or well, she just has the title well, don't like, hey, 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 somebody else she's the title of maddie well on my script of thing and not that i have one here in front of me but we are definitely going to talk wood ducks here in a few moments i just wanted to wrap up mount olive so uh, again this friday four o'clock up at scarborough yeah. field and then a double header on saturday right now as we sit here and now depending on what weather looks like over the next few days your, just your final thoughts on that umo versus the hated horde from uh, North Greenville University. Yeah, absolutely. I'm telling you, if you are a baseball fan and you can get away, you be like, you know, I've been meaning to hear this a lot. <laughs> I've been meaning to come out there and catch me and my whole game. Yeah. That's the last time you've been to. Yeah, that's, you a need to come Tommy, that's a great Tommy Maddox impression, okay? Well, I try to, I try to, I try to, I, I use that chassis. I use the Tommy Maddox <laughs> chassis and I try to dial it back to make it sound like somebody else that would hang out at the galaxy of sports. You know what I mean? I'd be mean, like, <laughs> kind of dial it back. Like, yeah, I went to Mount Olive when it was a junior college back in 1976. <laughs> Dude, you know, like- we hear, I hear a lot of that when they see my Mount Olive. 
You'll see some of that at Granger Stadium next week as some people come out who are Wood Ducks fans. And they're out there to say, go Woodies. But then they'll realize, hey, wait a minute. They're playing. I wonder, is Mount Olive still a two-year school? They go, you're going to get some of that out there. And I can't wait to talk to those people. Well, there are still people that call it MOC, you know, that it's Mount Olive College. And dude, even me, when I got, now, how long has it been a university and not a college? Oh, uh, well, it's, uh, I would say coming into the 2014, um, they started, they began, they became the University of Mount Olive on January 1, 2015. Okay. And what's interesting about Mount Olive, Mount Olive College, when I went there, man, you had, they had like six degrees, you know what I mean? Six, you know what I mean? And three of them were like religious, you know what I mean? But now, now there's, oh my God, it's like the golden corral. If you go to school, you know, if you leave there without a college degree, you know, you leave there without, if you leave there hungry, it's your fault. You know, I got to tell you something funny though about their curriculum. So the other night I'm in the press box doing what I do and, and I have a random epiphany and I had to say this, I'm sitting in the press box and first of all, the umpires didn't show up Tuesday night. So we were supposed to start at six. We don't start till eight thirty. So imagine what is the equivalent of a rain delay. Right. And so I'm on YouTube and everybody's like, play this, play that, play this, play that. And I suddenly realized, I mean, the mighty Mount Olive baseball team, well, coming this fall on Hulu is Scarborough Field, the musical. I swear to you, (laughs) the scoreboard operator was from is from South Africa. The girl doing graphics is a tennis player from Germany. Guten Tag. And. The um, two women's basketball players were there, and they're used to hearing songs like "I'm in a position to win," "I'm in a position to go." But I promise you, all of them had one thing in common. I swear to God, I looked at Alex King and I said, and Alex Hayden was there too, doing the play-by-play. I said, I had no idea that the women's basketball team was all like jazz hands. I swear to you, I, I know <laughs> whoa, whoa, the baseball jazz hands. Jazz hands. I mean, it was they were. We must have played. They they sung every word from every song from all the high school musicals, and they were doing all the dances in the press box. And then and then when the umpires finally showed up, they were wanting one more song, one more song. And Alex King finally says, "Hey, we're ten minutes away from starting the game. Turn that off. Play something, you know, serious, you know." But it was amazing. They knew all the words, and they, and from South Africa to Germany to all the countries that were represented. Mackenzie Yee was up there going toe to toe with them. It was hilarious. The whole world was doing High School Musical in the Scarborough Field press box. And I was like, I got to turn this off, guys. I can't put my name on this, you know? <laughs> Dude, it, was a, it was a crazy night. Your love is coming in over my uh, my, my text line right here. Uh, Greg says he hears you loud and clear. Uh, now, you'll love this. Jason Bryant, who's not listening, allegedly, so I'm, I can't get in trouble for saying this. He said, I'm not listening this morning. I already have a headache, not feeling well. I knew yeah. I couldn't do Shane this morning. Hey, that's why we put it on tape delay. That's why we put it on tape delay, baby. So when you, need it, to, man. When, you to, when you need to pick me up um, later on, turn it on. Dude, I'm not joking, man. And I don't know what it is about Thursday mornings. Uh, now I don't know if I told you this or not. I, I'm in my fourth week now of going to the gym, at, you know, getting up at 4.30 and being at the gym when it opens at 5 and then coming back and doing the show. And it's something I'm going to try to keep doing, dude. Uh, but anyway. I thought I saw that. I had to do a double take when I saw the timestamp on the snap the other morning. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> 
<laughs> but dude, I still, I get back here and yeah, I got a little bit more energy than I typically do on a Thursday, but man, all I need is just, uh, you know, when it, those first few bars of Shane Albee and it, it just, dude, it's awesome. So that is that a wrap? Anything else you want to say about UMO versus uh, North Greenville? Cause dude, we got other no. things we need to get to. Sure. You know, you just need to come see it. I'm telling you, it's going to be a dog fight. And usually we have a food truck out there too. So there's a, it's a great atmosphere for baseball. And I will tell you that today is Thursday. We don't play them till Friday. I'm spending the next two days just really loading up the sound effects and the sound bites and the bumps <laughs> and doing everything they, I can to come at them like a spider monkey. <laughs> like a spider monkey. I love it. Shane, I'll be on the line. By the way, Mr. Clement said, slow your roll, Shane. Ha, 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 LOL. And then he, he's my, he, he doesn't realize it. He doesn't. Mr. Clemens does not realize the, the new role he will have this year. Um, oh, Mr. No. Clemens is now, he is now my conciliary. What the Tony Soprano would call him, my conciliary. He's the guy, he's the guy that when Tony Soprano's like, I want to kill his whole family before he does, he has to sit down with the conciliary, which is the counselor. He's like, hey, Tony. Hey, Tony, maybe you ought not to do that, you know, Tony, because if you do that, you know, it's kind of like uh, all mob bosses have that counselor that, that he's usually an older gentleman who's wise, you know, and it's probably uh, and it's the one who would sit back and go, you know, I used to do that. I used to, uh, you know, egg people's houses when I was in the Wolfpack nation you know but uh but maybe you ought not to do that right now you know what i mean so he's my he's my voice of reason dude you are out of control this morning I love <laughs> it. uh mr clemens also said you definitely need to play green onions since both teams wear green but let's segue to that oh, yeah. let's talk about this tuesday we've been pumping it up for the past couple of shane albee appearances it is right around the corner now, Shane, five days away and in the interest of full disclosure because i don't want you to be upset at me tuesday my Christmas present from Linda was tickets, lower level tickets to the Carolina Hurricanes game against Ottawa. She didn't even look at the calendar when she did it, and it's this Tuesday. So, dude, I ain't going to miss it. I Linda. Know, I'll let you, but, dude, that's my Christmas present. I got to go to it. And I hate that I'm going to miss you on the mic uh, for. Uh, UMO versus the Down East Wood Ducks, but uh, but but believe me, I'll. I'll and Alex Hayden, Alex Hayden said he was going to come to it. Oh my God, are you kidding me? Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. He's he's going to be there, and and a lot of Mount Olive fans. It's amazing how the game literally went from who are the Down East Wood Ducks to <laughs> I'll be there. A lot of people are like, and I was I've been really promoted over the mic at at field, and I would even say stuff like, "Where are the Down East Wood Ducks? Forty five minutes east of here." <laughs> Because it's Highway 55 connects the two cities. Yeah. Hello. Oh, I yep. love it. Hey, uh, I've got a great Highway Patrol story about uh, doing that little trip between Kinston and Mount Olive on 55, dude. I was about to say, you're going to give me a Jackie Rogers flashback right here. <laughs> Who is now the sheriff of Lenora County, and that was his territory. I can't remember oh, I if it was him or not, though. But, dude, this is when I was – dude, let me tell you something, Shane. This was back when I was still in sports, so – we're talking about in that 05 to 08 range because it wasn't early. It wasn't like two. I got here in 02, but it was. That's about the time. It's about the time I was. Uh, it's about the time I was uh, 
you know, seeing Sheriff Rogers in my rear view and just blowing, <laughs> just blowing his doors off as I went down, you know, yeah, and like, like, yeah, like a right. uh, Smokey and the Bandit and Frog, you know, I was like, <laughs> get some of this jacket. Let's go. <laughs> God. Anyway, yeah, caught, I'm you know. in my Jeep. I'm in my Jeep and it's, uh, I just covered a game at Mount Olive, uh, a basketball game at Mount Olive. And so I'm driving back to Kenston and it's one of those, and it, I, dude, I couldn't even exactly tell you where it was, but it's one of those long stretches. I go around a curve. And dude, I'm probably in my poor my poor little Jeep. I'm still booking it, probably about 75, 80 miles an hour. And I oh, see wow. the headlights. Oh yeah, and I see the headlights up ahead, and I'm like, you know what? That looks like uh like a trooper's headlights, and dude, no no joke. I, I put took my foot off the gas, but uh, what was it? Uh, the guy said, but it was too late. the blue lights come on i promptly pull over and i don't know if it was jackie or not because i think it was a younger guy but dude it could have been jackie i i need to see like i'm gonna like he's gonna remember that but anyway uh i talk i actually talked my way out of the ticket i was like i'm on deadline wow exactly dude i'm like i'm on deadline you know i'm the sports editor of the free press just trying to get back blah 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 and uh, he gave me a warning ticket, so I wish I could remember. Couldn't have been. It really, it really couldn't have been Jackie, because because uh, I can tell you this: Jackie Rogers used to write tickets like he was on commission. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, hey, you do know that. Uh, you do know that uh, Jackie is technically my one of my bosses now, with me being the PIO again in Lenore County, right? So we we, we can't we we, we can't uh, say anything bad, okay? No, actually, um, I, I like, I, I do. I never, I never had any hard feelings. <laughs> okay. There you go. There you go. I probably deserved a ticket, but whoever it wasn't, and again, I know I did. Uh, and I didn't get one. And I, let me tell you something. I drove 55 miles an hour and right on the speed limit, the rest of the way back to the, uh, to the Kenston daily free press to file my story. But let's, uh, wow. let's talk about this game. UMO taking on uh, the down East wood ducks. It's going to be, uh, what time is that game on uh, Tuesday night, dude? That is 6 p.m. Okay, and you're going to hear – got to ask you, and I, I've been kind of prepping you for it as we've been talking about it the past couple of weeks, but on a very serious note, I mean, UMO is a, a program. You have been the voice of it for decades now, okay? You've only been with the Wood Ducks now for one season. Now you're the number one guy in the booth uh, for the Wood Ducks. On a very serious note, and no jokes, no you know, snide comments. I'm being serious here, dude. How are you going to handle that? I mean, someone, your heart, I mean, if you, if you slice your veins, green blood comes out because of you being an alum and being the voice of uh, the, of the, uh, university of Mount Olive, but you also work for uh, the down East wood ducks. How are you going to handle that Tuesday night, dude? Well, I can tell you first and foremost, the team that I'm actually working for are, are a team that consists of the following players, United bank, surf pro, Corey co-roofing. Um, but I will tell you, but I will tell you, I've always loved the Kinson Indians and I went to a lot of games. I went to Kinson Blue Jay games, wow. you know, and I love the Down East Wood Ducks. I love what they do. I love, I love the whole idea. I've got so many ideas about what I'd love to see, you know, and Steve Mintz is a good friend of mine. We went to college together and, and he was a big reason why Mount Olive would always play. Why are they playing Mount Olive? You know, well, first of all, Steve Mintz would always was a was mentored by the great Carl Lancaster and and a lot of what you saw in those style of play, Lee Concert could never get that. He'd be like, We're leading the league in stolen bases. I'm like, Yeah, I can tell you why. He's like, No, that's not why I'm like, Oh, I know why. I said, Because I'm I have a, I'm older than you and I know where Steve Mintz comes from. You know what I mean? And I know that philosophy. But you know, I'm 
I can promise you it's, it's a home game for the Woodies, period. Um, I'm going to play. I'm probably going to play Mount Olive's walkouts when they come to the plate. Oh, that's but they're not so gonna, cool, dude. Yeah, just because it'll it'll just be more, and there'll be a lot of Mount Olive fans, and uh, and because I kind of see it as a, it really is a game like a joint partnership between the two teams. Mount Olive is definitely going to use it as an opportunity to get some guys some work, you know, and we, we are going to be coming out of the series from hell, you know. <laughs> so so I used to say it's not like Mount Olive's like, all right, we just got done with the number one team in the country, and two days later we're going to throw our ace right, you know, not one manager in his world waiting with worth his weight and salt would do that. Um, but Carl Lancaster, I used to always ask him, Hey coach, who are you going to throw against the Kinston Indians? He'd be like, whatever's left. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, <laughs> so that's absolutely. what you're going to get. Well, let me ask you this, dude. What does this mean? Not just to you, obviously we've got your feelings on it. What does this mean to the kids at Mount Olive that they are going to be going up against professional baseball players? What, what does it mean to them? Oh, it's awesome. It's a big stage. It's funny. North Greenville's game they just played last Tuesday was played at the home of the Greenville Drive. Wow. And it's just so cool to watch a Division II school. And I told Alex King, I told him, I said, brother, I said, get headshots to the Wood Ducks. I said, because they're going to put their faces up on the Jumbotron, I said, on the video board. I said, and when I call their names out, the starting lineup to start the game, you know, Andy puts the, the different players' faces up on the board. He just kind of looked at me like I was speaking Mandarin Chinese. And I was like, that's the one thing that people don't realize. The Wood Ducks are like, we're playing Mount Olive. And Mount Olive's like, we're playing the Wood Ducks. And I'm like, hey, guys, you know what you, you know what both teams have in common? Me! You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, so I'm just gonna, how excited are you? Okay, let's let's take the – and again, that voice you listen to, Shane Albee, you know who it is. It's Thursday morning. He is you here on the uh, – You know who it is. But uh, – <laughs> How excited are you that this is your ship now I'm this pumped. year? You I'm were so up. awesome last year, dude. And that's the reason. And and I've had several people ask me, you know, why are you getting out? Blah blah blah, dude. It's hard. I mean, it really is hard to do it all the time. But and yeah, I want I wanted to get grind. out. Let me tell you something, dude. I wanted to get out last year, okay? But then you came along. Listen, and Ricky Whaley, if he hadn't had all the eye, you know, the eye surgeries and all that, and I I'm, I don't know if he's your number one or if he's your backup. I don't know who it is. I, I really I, don't know. I think he's considered a backup, and, and I'd, I'd love to get with him because I'd love to train him on sports in my program I use and the and the, all the walkout. And by the way, incidentally, I was like, hey, Maddie, because the roster, the, the Wood Ducks are not really going to arrive in town until Monday. And they won't I have know. Time. I know. They won't have time. They won't have, the rosters are out. They won't have time to get me their walkouts. But there's a few guys coming back. You're going to hear – um, you're going to hear Abby Ortiz and Cam Cawley and Miguel Villaroyal. <laughs> tell the, tell everybody about Abby Ortiz's music, dude. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if you've been thinking about giving your heart to Jesus, that's the time to do it. <laughs> yes, you're right. That's the best way to describe it. I love it. I but love obviously it. it works. It works for him. Cause at that moment, I think he needs to dial in uh -huh. and he needs to focus like, like Mr. Miyagi would say, look, I always look, I, and, and obviously that was evidenced by the number of walk-off home runs he had last year. So he, he's, it worked for him, but you're right though. You know, even Eli Koster was like, Hey, not every player wants the juice. Now is and Eli like, going to be back? Do we know? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. Um, I know, you know Cam Colley's back. Note, I saw that Cam Colley's back. 
Yep, yep. The roster's out. There's probably about six guys that are coming back okay. from the team. And one thing, I, on a side note, you know, my Yankees played your Nationals in an, exhi- uh, in an exhibition on their way up the other day, and I noticed that James Woods, James Wood played in that game for the Nationals, and I thought, well, maybe he's on the Nationals roster. He's not. I think he's going to be back in the minor leagues, but I think he's going to be back at Fredericksburg, but I figured they. I think they let him play in that game because Fredericksburg's like right close to there. But I thought that's the guy. I went at him. You know, Andy always likes. We, they like to pick guys with high strikeouts, and I was like, no, no, no. I said James Wood might not never be back in in Kinston. He's going to be our K man tonight, and he did strike out that night. So. Yep, he did. He absolutely did. Again, the voice list is Shane Albee, uh on the Brian Hanks show this morning. The Down East Wood Ducks, voice of the Down East Wood Ducks, voice. On University of Mount Olive, and again, uh, I can't wait to talk to you next Thursday. Uh, after that is over, Wood Ducks Wednesday begins this coming Wednesday. Then we'll have you every Thursday. We'll get some uh, Wood Ducks talk in both those days too. Okay, Major League Baseball. Are, do you have anything else uh, on UMO dudes, or can we move over to Major no, League we're Baseball? Good. I'm telling you, it's going to be a great night for baseball. I'm going to get there early. I'm going to make sure, and I'm going to make sure that all the Woodies have walkouts. I told Matty, I said I'm not going to let them walk to the plate in, in silence yeah you know what i mean and it's a home game if mount olive gets a base hit i'm not rocking it out but if the woody's <laughs> get a base hit i'm rocking it out yeah you know i mean it's a woody's home game other than the walkouts just don't won't be so quiet well like you i know? said dude i am so sorry man i hate that i'm gonna and i mean and i say that with 100 percent sincerity because i was really looking forward to going and then for whatever reason i was looking at the schedule and i was like oh man i can no I that can can't be this. the same day one big, advi- one big advice to anybody going to that game, and you know it. You know how people arrive at, you know, 5, 530, and man, man, it's a beautiful night for baseball. And then by 630, they're in their fur coats. So yep, you just better yep. bring some extra, extra clothing for the wind in case, because um, early nights in April can get brutal. You know, a lot of people about, about 738 o'clock are like, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? So, so definitely uh, – Definitely bring some extra clothing just in case. And and you won't have to, if you wear a hearing aid, you're not going to have to wear it because Shane Albee is going to be on the mic. <laughs> Man, I'm going to be rocking that party eight days a week. There you go. Listen, let's switch over to Major League Baseball. And I know this is where you and Mr. Clemens have the one thing in common. Both of you guys are stinking Yankee. I mean, I'm sorry. Both of you guys are Yankees <laughs> fans. And, you know uh, it. And I got to admit, not as not put as much research into it as I have in past years uh, going into the season. But, dude, it seems pretty universal. Uh, AL East, uh, everybody it looks like is picking the Yankees to win the AL East. They're picking the Yankees and uh, the Astros to make it to the you know the ALCS and potentially be in the World Series. It seems like this has been a, a bounce back year, and it looks like uh, it looks like you and uh, Mr. Clemens Yankees are going to be uh, pretty well favored this year, dude. It's funny you say that. I understand that mentality. North Greenville are the Astros, and we're the Yankees. I mean, it's literally <laughs> one of those seasons. Like, what do we have to do to get by them? What do we have to do to get by them? And an interesting thing, it's going to be fun to watch Anthony Volpe play. Um, as you know, the great New York Yankees, if you want to play for the Yankees, you can't wear numbers 1 through 10. Um, they have all been retired. Um, the only one left was number 11. It belonged to the great Brett Gardner. Um, and originally, they were, Volpe was going to wear number 77, but at the last minute, all of a sudden, he wants to wear number 11, which was Brett Gardner's number. And I don't know if you saw that. He I did not. I did He actually called Brett Gardner to ask permission Um Kind of like you did when you were like, hey, man, I'm going to be doing a Mount Olive game. I don't want to step on any toes. <laughs> exactly. 
was like, wow, I never thought about that type of etiquette before, but that's what he did. He called Brett Gardner and Brett Gardner's like, absolutely. 11 now belongs to Anthony Volpe, but the Yankees are, um, of course they're banged up. We're missing, you know, Rodon will begin on the year on the injured reserve. And, um, They've got several other guys at key starters. We're going to start with Garrett Cole, but the Yankees got some really good prospects. I mean, they got a really good starting five rotation. Um, it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, I want to say his name is Johnny. Is it Brita? I mean, that guy was lights out in spring training, you know. And of course, the Yankees hitting is just yeah. All yeah, it, DJ it's LeMay, off the DJ, DJ, Lemay, DJ Lemayhew back. So hey, it's going to be. Let's have fun here for a second. I got. I you don't even know this is coming. Let me pick your brain for a second. Retired Yankees numbers one. Billy Martin two. Derek Cheetah. <laughs> Derek Cheetah. Three. Babe Ruth. Of course. Four. Lou Gehrig. Five. Mickey Mantle. Six. I want to say it's someone like Tommy Tresh or um, who is six? I don't know, dude. Was I, it, I, I, was I, Roger Maris. You. Roger Maris. I want to say Roger Maris. Let me see. No, don't, don't look it up. I'm looking at New York Yankees no, retired numbers. Good. Good. Let's see. Uh, no, I, I stand back. Number five is Mickey Mantle. No, number five, Joe DiMaggio. Number there five, you Jolton go. Joe DiMaggio. Yep, yep. Jolton Joe. Uh, hold on. Uh, let's see. Roger Two, Maris. three was Babe Ruth. Four was Lou Gehrig. Five, Joe DiMaggio. Six. Oh, this is going to get you. Oh, six is going to get you. Oh, was it Phil Rizzuto? No. Probably Tony Kubek. No. Elson Howard. No. That dude's a strike three. Yogi. Jo- no, no, no. It's, no, uh, Yogi Bear is number eight. Joe Torrey. Joe Torrey, get out. Okay, yep. yeah, that makes sense. I remember that now. It was retired in 2014. Yep, retired in 2014. Oh, this yep. is easy. Seven. Oh, yeah, the Mick, great Mickey Mantle. Eight. Yogi Berra. Oh, actually, there's two. Yeah, you're right, Yogi Berra, but uh, number eight's been retired twice. Do you know the yeah, other you're one? right. Uh, well, it might be like Elston Howard. Nope, Bill Dickey. Okay. Yeah, he, go. he, he, got, he got overshadowed a lot. There you go. Nine. And I'll be honest with you, I don't, I don't think I remember who nine is. It could be someone like a, like a Roger Maris or that, somebody. Ding, or ding, ding. That, have confidence, Roger young Maris. man. You're right, Roger Maris. And then ten. God, I, I, I can't remember. Uh, well, Whitey Ford, maybe. Um. Nope, they called him Scooter. Holy cow, Scooter Rizzuto. <laughs> yep. You know, he was featured in that song. You know, he was featured in that song. Let me sleep on it. Baby, baby, let me sleep on it. I'll give you an answer in the morning. Well, he, he, well, he come to find out, he was so angry because he didn't realize what his track was being used for. Oh, Shane Albee. I grew up listening to them. Grew up listening to Scooter. Do you know you make my stomach hurt because I laugh so much and make my face hurt because I smile so much every week that you're on, dude? This is awesome. Listen, hey, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just glad I didn't hear that. We're here for a long time, not for a good time. Or no, whatever no, you no. I, I had it. You were, you were my eight o'clock, or you were my seven o'clock hour. Hey, guess who's getting ready to come up though? I can't wait to hear it, dude. A couple of UMO grads, man, and you got to give me a question to give to them. David Combs from uh, South Lenore, Jackson Massey from North Lenore. They play each other tomorrow night for the first time wow. this season in East Central Two A, wow. and they're going to join the show together on the on the Spence Automotive guest line. <laughs> there you go. But uh, what well, what would you like to say as we as we let you go here? What would you like to say to uh, Coach Massey and Coach Combs? Well, I'd love to know from each one of those guys, what's their greatest memory um, 
like what's the greatest sound or memory or if, uh, they, that they remember coming out of those press box flame throwing speakers? <laughs> I, I will ask them that. That will be, dude. That, that'll be the first question I ask them as we uh, pull them up here in the second hour. Okay. I'll tell you this and I'll let you go. Um, it's so funny. See, the other night, I mean, Dory Hines is in the press box. You know what I mean? I'm just, and uh, one of our point guards for our, from the women's basketball team there, and they all know each other. And I was saying stuff like, no come on, no And I said, I said that. And the forward for the Mount Olive women's basketball team was like, I think he's entering the transfer portal. And I was like, what? Who isn't? You know what I mean? I just <laughs> thought that was, thought that was a nice, a nice capper to the Nooski um, saga. Dude. But yeah, that was so that was so funny. I was like, "Why? Why is he? Why?" But players today, <laughs> if they don't feel like they're getting enough playing time, it's like, you know, it's the job market we live in today. People don't stay in jobs ten years anymore if they don't like their boss or they don't like their job. You know, they're they're going. No, you know, you're absolutely right. Listen, Shane, I hate to do this. We got to go. We're already no worries, dude. It's one of those. I look over at the clock. I'm like, ah, we're already in the second hour. I'm two minutes away from needing to call uh, Coach Combs and hey, uh, walk, Coach Mass. Walk me out from my. I got to hear my walkout as we go oh, out. Oh shoot! Give me a Stay second. And neuter your cats, baby. Cats. <laughs> how many of us have them? Cats. <laughs> Dude, you're going to kill me, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get a first hour walk-ups here. And give my love to Smiling Scott. Ah, ah, there you go. There it is. Listen, Shane Shane Alvey, University of Mount Olive. A week from today, we'll be talking about the real season opener, looking back at the exhibition game. Thank you for joining me this morning. We'll see you. uh, We'll talk to you. Next week here on the Brian Hanks Show, my friend. I'll see you in Section 5, baby. See you in Section 5. That's Shane Albee. Cat Scratch Fever is where we're ending our first hour and four minutes here on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Listen, we have got quite the interviews coming up here in our second hours. We're going to be joined by uh, the, the head coaches of, uh, of uh, North Lenore and of South Lenore here on the Brian Hanks Show presented by our good friends over at Lenore Community College. Man, I'm fired up. Ah!